Welcome to another episode of PointCast, the podcast where we talk about voters, about the issues that most concern them, and encourage leg- legislators to listen and act. This podcast is brought to you in part by Yag Productions, the studio for podcasters and musicians, and PointCast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, go to our website at pointcast.news or visit us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us and like us on our Facebook page. Now, today in the office, I have Bethany. Hello. A new guest here. Uh, and she's going to talk to us a bit about the coronavirus. There's actually an article on the website now. You can go ahead and read, again, pointcast.news, um, to, you know, go over this as we talk about it. Feel free to give that a read either before or after you listen to this or maybe even during, whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm. Now, Bethany, mm-hmm. coronavirus. Yes. What do we know right So now? we know, like, confirmed cases are globally uh, over 100,000. And the big number. Yeah. <laughs> and over 3,000 people have died. Stocks have gone down, obviously, because people aren't feeling too happy about, you know, how everything is going on right now. Uh, we know that, hmm, U.S., we have over 500 cases in 33 states. And so we have 19 dead. Mm. So some um, people have recovered. There has been eight recovered. So it's also 16 of those uh, people dead are in Washington, one's in California. And actually 100 cases in California, it's it, it declared a state of emergency. Ooh. So yeah, we have a couple in Florida as well. So one of the things that I want to go ahead and cover for anyone who may not already know, I mean, it's kind of over the news a lot right now, mm-hmm. but uh, coronavirus or, you know, the novel coronavirus as it's called or COVID-19. COVID-19, COVID-19 thank you. Um, it began in Wuhan, China, the, yep. the the city of Wuhan, and it spread exponentially as people yep. began to travel really before restrictions and quarantines were really in place. Yeah, five uh, people left the city of Wuhan before restrictions went into place. True. <laughs> now, a lot of people kind of put the blame on that on the Chinese government. They say that they were really slow to respond to the actual, you know, outspread of this disease. My question to you is... Um, is is China really responsible here, or is this something that they couldn't have really predicted? Well, they didn't know a pandemic was going to happen. Some citizens in China have gotten up, have gotten upset with the government just for uh, not responding quickly because this was discovered in December, and they didn't really respond until like later in January, February. So there has been some upset, like you didn't respond the way we needed you to respond. Okay. So there is just some anger and angst about that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now another another thing that I I've I kind of looked into whenever I saw all this thing happening about um, coronavirus is that there's another I'd say similar situation that happened a little while ago involving SARS. Yeah. And there's another situation where you know if China had maybe responded a bit quicker, yeah. we wouldn't have had as big of an outbreak globally uh, of this same thing. Do do you believe that these are? Not not necessarily corresponding. Obviously, they're different diseases. But do do you believe the the issue here is maybe on the government, or are there things that maybe we can do as you know general people to try to avoid this from happening? Well, I think it's a couple of elements: the Chinese government, but also Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, is that people travel internationally and domestically. So this really could have come at a worse time because people true. are going to visit their families in different parts of China, going internationally to visit their families. Just people are traveling all over the world. So it really wasn't the best time for a pandemic to happen. Just being honest. Makes sense. So there is that. So they couldn't really predict when it was going to happen, but they could have responded sooner. That's fair. I, I think that, uh, objectively, 
um, the, the Chinese government did, they were, they were very slow in the uptake in both of these situations. Yeah. But uh, I have, the, the, I'm kind of leading you toward a specific question here um, in regards to how you feel about the Chinese government in this case. Do you feel like governments in this case can be held responsible for situations like these? Or do you think that in these cases, you know, where these outbreaks happen, if they know about it, is there more that they can do? Exactly how do you feel in regards to how both Chinese and other governments um, handle situations like these outbreaks of these nature? Honestly, just in terms of government, I feel like any government will respond to the same way China did. Honestly, just with our government, the way they're responding, comparing it to China. I just, I feel like any government would have done the same thing, honestly. Okay. So I don't think specifically saying it's a China thing, although they do think they can't be held responsible a bit because they did fire two senior officials. So there is some change going on with the go- within the government. Okay. So someone's being held responsible at the top. That's a good point. I, I, that is a, I think that's the thing you even put in the article uh, yep. that I, I forgot to mention in that case. But yeah, there, there were a couple of uh, officials in China fired over this situation because yeah. of the slowness of their response. Now, yeah. another thing you kind of hit on that I wanted to talk about in, in this uh, episode today is that there's been a lot of um, anti-Chinese things yeah. happening, both in America and around the world yeah. uh, because yeah. of the coronavirus. And I know that we've seen things like this happen before where there's like a, if, if there's like a population that people feel that they can blame, the kind scenario, of they're they're just gonna do it. Now, yeah. um, I know that. Well, I I I believe I I kind of know your answer to this question, but I, I kind of want your your underlying thoughts. Um, do you feel like the hate towards the Chinese in this case is not necessarily warranted, but like justified? I mean, not since this really, really came justified. from China, does it? No. No, because the thing is, viruses don't respect boundaries. Virus is going to be like, hey, I'm not going to go to your country. It doesn't do that. <laughs> viruses are okay. just going to, like, stop at the border. They're going to keep going whenever they can. They're like, leaving bacteria, essentially. Uh, it's just, viruses, you can't just say only one group of people has a virus, because that's not true. And that doesn't really do anything to stop the situation, stop the virus, because people are dying. So focusing on hatred doesn't really do anything at all. So... Point. Yeah. And I actually, my article specifically, I mentioned France. Yeah. And so, France, a magazine or one of those tablets they have over there, put yellow fever on the cover uh, oh, to no. talk about. That's not good. Yeah. I believe they had to apologize. I'm not 100% sure. It's just like, wow. I know France has a history, but that deep? Okay. It was, yeah. And uh, Asians in France have uh, told that they uh, asked if they can wear a mask, which is like and, uh, Chinatown and the part of uh, France has a lot of Asians. It's became more and more vacant, like mm. less, less people are going there, like restaurants are there, a lot less customers, obviously. Um, it's just, yeah, not good. And also, even in America, there's a situation that happened in New York with there was a racial incident with an Asian American. Mm. It's just or Asian Asian person. It's just it doesn't help or do anything. And my fear is after the virus, it still is going to linger because the death toll is already surpassed SIRS and MERS, and that's anything to do with ethnicity. But because it's gotten kind of out of hand, people are gonna, I think people could continue to blame China, just Asians in general, for a long time, because people are gonna go and try to pick between cultures. That's fair. They're just gonna group everyone in one umbrella, essentially, which is, 
Yeah. You brought up a thing there that I actually want to hit on just a little bit more before we yeah. move on. Um, you mentioned that, you know, the the France media uh, yeah. played a part in, in propagating a bit of the, you know, Chinese or Asian hate in yeah. this way. And I noticed that uh, a couple of other media sources have done something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that in my own personal life, I've heard people talking in a way that very much berates Chinese people or Asian people in general yeah. uh, over this whole situation. So uh, in, in in your own personal opinion, do you think, you know, as we are still developing, you know, treatments and whatever and, and, you know, learning how this virus works and everything else about it, do you think that, you know, the, the media presence or, you know, the, the person-to-person talk about this is contributing more toward the hatred that, these Chinese people are seeing. Well, I think we have people more cameras in China showing what I think it would show that they're actually doing something mm-hmm. and that it's not just people just sitting around. I think it would show, yeah, because uh, there has been some videos that have been kind of leaked of showing hospitals in Wuhan being overrun. Now, not all of those videos have been confirmed, but it's likely to be believed that this is, uh, this is. Uh, Wuhan, this is China's current state. Because they put a hospital or quarantine within 10 days for people with uh, coronavirus or COVID-19, as it's now called. So it's just, they're doing a lot of things that I haven't seen other countries try so far. Uh, They're trying to just take care of the sick there, I, I noticed. Now, there have been some problems with some of the people who get being upset and disgruntled and not necessarily feeling safe to speak out against it. Because okay. the government does have some issue with human rights. So, there is that as well. But I, honestly, I think with more media presence, I think it would help it a bit. Just sh- dispelling the myths, essentially. Okay. I think that that's that's another thing that that can be touched on just a bit uh, is that there's a lot of misinformation flying around yeah. about both the virus itself and the role that a bunch of other people have played in it mm-hmm. uh, as of right now. That's definitely something that we can touch on maybe a bit later. Now, um, one one other thing I want to go ahead and touch on uh, before we move on to the next you know part of this that I wanted I wanted to go ahead and bring these other people in. Uh, there are other people in the office with me right now, but uh, mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk to you about one more thing mm-hmm. first before we we get their opinion. Um, is that since, you know, this is rapidly becoming a problem here in the yeah. U.S., we have several confirmed cases that yep. at now at least uh, one in Indiana. I know at the yep. time in which the article was written, there hadn't been a confirmed case yet, but now there is. Um, yep. Or I think in Indianapolis specifically, I think, now that now that we know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's important that we know kind of how this virus works and how to avoid it. That, that's an important thing I want to go ahead and touch on now. So one of the things that I've, I've come to learn about the, the coronavirus itself is that it, it has a lot of uh, cold flu-like symptoms. And yes. especially given right now, it's we're still season. the end of, you know, or we're coming up on the end of uh, cold and flu season. I feel like a lot of people are worried that all of their colds and the flus that they may, they may be coming into are, in fact, the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it's a given the nature of the, the epidemic itself, it, it makes sense that that's a worry for them. So... In a general sense, like, what do you think are some good ways to protect yourself, not only just from the cold and flu, but obviously from this growing threat? Well, one thing I always say, hygiene. A lot of doctors would say, just wash your hands. Yeah, and also, (laughs) I'm surprised people haven't been doing that already. But yeah, and also another thing is wipe down your phone. That's one of the devices you probably touch the most. Like, I wiped down my phone before I came here. Just get some nice wipes and just wipe them down. 
uh also another thing i would do is like you know uh switch lights you turn on off that also has, holds a lot of germs wipe those down as well just simple things wipe to wipe down that you come in contact with a lot okay. so osco also uh if you sense masks they don't really do too much but surgical masks like those medical grade masks they can actually kind of protect you because uh, those are the ones doctors are using, right. but those are kind of hard to get. Because masks have been kind of going out of sale, out of stock. Yeah. Uh, Given so, recent events, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know exactly how familiar you are with you know how it looks when you have one, but do you, do you know if there are any real you know warning signs or possible triggers that could tell you that you may have the virus instead of maybe just a cold or flu? Well, there's an incubation period, I believe, to two to 14 days. It, and also, this virus, it seems to be mostly mild. Mm. It seems to attack the elderly and people with pre-existing conditions. Okay. So people who are, like, just healthy adults will be fine. Even kids aren't being bothered too much by this. It's so enough. it's mostly going to show up in an elderly person. Okay. Or someone who's in the hospital, potentially, who is sick. Makes sense, makes sense. Now, the last thing I want to go ahead and ask you is, uh, say, as an example, mm -hmm. I feel like I have the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. What should I do then? Is, is there like a you know a specific group of people that you think I should reach out to, or mm -hmm. should I just gen generally seek medical attention? Yeah. How, how exactly should I combat that? Couple of things you could call the health department, and they probably advise you to go to the hospital. Probably let their hospital beforehand; they can quarantine you, Fair. or you could self quarantine yourself. Which, but uh, that's what that's what a couple people have done: just quarantine themselves, but also hospitals is a good idea as well. Okay. Good to know. Those are some some very interesting things. I didn't actually think about the phone and the light switch. Those are some very yeah. important things that do get touched a lot by a lot of people <laughs> uh, that are definitely an important thing to, yeah. to be keeping clean. Also, I've done my light switch today, so <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Very important. Now, yeah. uh, let's go ahead and bring the other two people into the conversation mm -hmm. here. I've got Anthony. Uh, you all, you should know him if you haven't. Mm -hmm. He's a, he writes articles for us on the website. And uh, Alex, our resident political expert, <laughs> <laughs> about several different things. Um, what, what do you guys feel about the coronavirus and some of the things we've already discussed so far? Um, something else I guess I would, I would add on top of what Bethany mentioned is um, unless you absolutely have to visit someone in like a nursing home yeah. or a hospital, just generally avoid it. I, I mean, for for those of us who are probably gonna be fine, it may not manifest itself as anything more than like a mild flu or maybe a typically, maybe a little bit stronger. But the people you're visiting in nursing homes, like it could kill them. So yeah, you know, I, you may really love your Nana, <laughs> you wanna see her, but unless it's like an emergency, maybe just give her a call. <laughs> Texture, send emojis. Yeah. Maybe don't risk going to visit a nursing home and spreading a potentially very dangerous disease. Or a hospital, because if it gets yeah. in a hospital with a bunch of sick people, yeah. that, yeah. again, big fear, disastrous. Exactly. So think about the other people, uh, something that would help keep all of us safe. Think about others. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, so the big thing about the COVID-19 variant is how transmissible it is. Um, so, in other words, how easily it is to uh, spread from one person to another person. So, <clears throat> typically, when you have diseases, there's a there's there's a like actually okay with most of the things there's a trade off, right? So you're trading off like lethality, typically lethality, how deadly it is, and transmissibility, how easy it is to uh, go from one thing to another. And only very rarely do you have something like uh, Ebola, right? Very trans, uh, very transmissible through particular mediums, 
very deadly. Um, this, so uh, COVID-19 is very, very transmissible. It's transmissible through services. It's um, slightly transmissible through the air. It's trans uh, transmissible through uh, bodily fluids and contact. Yeah, droplets, I believe. Air. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um, I didn't know so that one. it's super transmissible. It spreads very right really fast. It's not. I'm saying not to say that it's. Um, I don't want to oh, like underplay it, but it's only r about twice as lethal as the flu, mm -hmm. or at least that's the current numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> I'm switching away from you now. Should, should we be worried, Alex? Uh, no, I've had the cough for about three weeks now. It's just okay. been on the... That's why I wasn't here last month. Right? Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, do we do we have any uh, closing thoughts about the virus itself? There's a there's a lot of things that. Um, can still be shared. You know, this is this is a very ongoing yeah. issue. There's still lots of things that are being, you know, understood and figured out. And I think the virus itself isn't even done changing yet. So no, people yeah. are talking about new strands of potentially that, that can form. We don't know yet. There's so much we don't know about this virus, which is kind of scary. I think that's just why there's so much fear around it. Uh, and I think you just hit on like the most important thing here is. While the disease is, uh, let's say, it's definitely something to be concerned about, um, let's say, fear of the disease and fear of the outbreak and fear of what it will bring is really the most dangerous thing about it right now. Yeah, because the thing is, again, like I said earlier, if you're just an average, like, healthy adult or even a child, you'd probably be fine. It's just, it's older people, people with pre existing conditions who need to worry the most. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll add is, um, in addition to, to read Bethany's article, uh, <laughs> for just like a good general primer on like what's going on. Yeah. But also, um, if you have kids, reach out to your school yeah. in case there's an extended closure. Reach out to see if they have a plan in place. Um, if they don't, maybe add, encourage them to develop one. Think about what you would do with your kids if your school is closed for two weeks because you'll need childcare. What would that mean for your job? You want to think about these things before you need them. That way you're not panicking when you get a 20, you know, 24 hour notice that your kids won't be going to school for two months or a month. So reach out to your job, reach out to your kid's school and, and you know, take reasonable precautions. So in case you have to have a plan, you have one on hand. Get a babysitter potentially, yeah. just stuff like that. Because yep. there are schools, because Hong Kong for a while was yep. closing its schools. Yep. I'm not sure if they've opened yet. So uh. Japan closed uh, their schools for the month of March. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The it's nation, just... the, whole, the whole nation, just no school for yep. the month. Wow. Well, I mean, given, like you said, how transmissible it is, that that's a, that's that's a reasonable. pretty reasonable Expectation, <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah. Cautious, yeah. not fearful, one thing I would suggest, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Avoid, you know, situations where you're among a large number of people. Yeah, the you biggest know, avoid thing. Avoid theme parks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the yeah. next little while yes. before we get this under control. Correct. Just the big thing, I think a big problem with that is you have to go to work and take the subway. You get around a bunch of people. Something you can't really avoid. That's fair. So not everyone can. These little masks are protect you except for the medical grade ones, which you, it's kind of hard to get your hands on. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like, do what you can within reason because you can't just not go to work. Right. Right. You can't just, you know, avoid people right. entirely depending on like, you know, your like job. you said, how, yeah. how many 
people you generally interact with to just get to the place that yeah. you work along yeah. with the people you work you're like with. Because social yeah. services or like some sort of like therapist or social right. worker. Yeah. Like you're going to interact with people. Yeah. So. Again, things like um, see if your office, if you have an office job, can you work from home? Yeah. If you have to do meetings, is doing Skype or Google Hangouts. I think Google Hangouts announced that they were going to make some of their features free. Google. Yeah. So see, is Google Hangouts an option for a meeting? Can you telecommute to work? Just take basic, reasonable precautions, um, not just for your sake, but for the good of everybody. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're not the one feeling well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stay home. I mean, I can... <laughs> this I is a really obvious point. <laughs> <laughs> Alex specifically yes. should have stayed home. We don't want you here. And obviously, that's complicated by whether or not your job will pay you. But yeah, because some news sources yeah. have said to stay yeah. home or just not go to meetings. Yeah, or just try to see if you can do it an alternative way. Right. right. Yep. Well, I, I think this was a good primer for for anyone who is unfamiliar. Uh, with the coronavirus. And I've I've learned in my own interactions that a lot of people aren't really familiar with what this virus and how it means. As an example, I've heard that the Corona beer, (laughs) their their sales have gone down by, I think, about 50% because people believe that drinking Corona beer will lead to them contracting the coronavirus. Mm. So please, people, um, educate yourselves on, on what this means and what it means for the people around you um, and everything that you can do to both protect yourself from it and protect the people that you love from it as well. Again, this has been an episode of uh, Pointcast News. Again, check out Bethany's article, very well written on the website. Again, website, pointcast.news. And I'd, again, check us out on Facebook. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Gil, we're out. <laughs>